Welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes broadcast today. I am Mike McCurry, your very thankful host. I'm thankful for many reasons. Of course, thanks be to God who has given us an amazing ministry here at Bible Tracks, and this is not of my doing, I've got to tell you that. But I'm also thankful for my interview guest today. It's Pastor Mark Smith. Some of you may have been listening for the beginning of this week. We conclude our broadcast with him tomorrow, but today we're going to focus in on his time, his legacy of Bible tracks, and what he is most proud of accomplishing during his tenure here at BTI. So many of you I know are so happy for him to follow God's will into the pastorate, but at the same time, just a little bit sad that he's no longer with us. And may I say this, in the short amount of time that I've gotten to know Pastor Mark Smith, Absolutely amazing how the Lord has used him, how he has allowed the Lord to use him, I should say. And I'm excited to talk to him about his 15 years of time at Bible Tracks. But I'm also thankful, and lastly, for you. There's so many things that we could be thankful for, and you may have heard this before, but if we woke up today only with what we had thanked God for yesterday, what would we have? I don't know about you, but... I would be a little poorer. I would be a little bit more destitute than I am. I need to make sure that I have a constant, uh, thankful spirit. And today, I'd like to say thank you to you, our listener. Let me ask you this as we begin the broadcast. We'll get into our interview with Pastor Mark Smith in just a moment. But if this broadcast, the Bible Tract Echoes broadcast, is a blessing to you, would you mind sharing it with somebody else? Maybe you listen at a specific time during the day. Let me ask you, before we get into the broadcast, would you consider texting a friend and letting them know to tune in where you're listening? Maybe they're nearby geographically. Maybe they're distant. Maybe they're farther removed. And you could send them a link to our podcast, the Bible Tract Echoes podcast. We'd absolutely love to expand the influence of this radio broadcast, not for any sort of fame or infamy to be drawn unto ourselves or to our ministry, but because our desire, our goal is to be a help and an encouragement. So consider that. Tell someone about this broadcast today, if you would. Before we get into the interview, very quickly... I'd like to introduce you to our sample packet. I have with me in my hand a sample packet. It's one each of every tract that we produce here at Bible Tracks. On the outside, it has our little tagline, the word of God to all the world, and our website where you can order this for yourself, BibleTracksInc.org. On the back, though, it has our core values. Pastor Mark Smith mentioned this in short, but the first value is this, people are lost and they need the gospel. Number two, the power of the gospel is in the word and not the worker. That one just might be my favorite. But number three is this, the price of the gospel is free, and so are our tracks. What does that mean for you? That means you can order one of these. What I have in my hand right now, this physical object, we will send it through the mail to you for nothing. Now, we're going to dive into this interview with Pastor Mark Smith, but consider visiting BibleTracksInc.org today. Now, listen on to Pastor Mark Smith and myself as we talk about his legacy at BTI. So we've talked about the, the legacy of Bible Tracks, but let's talk about your tenure, 15 years 
at the helm of Bible tracks. What are some of the the great the best memories that you have of that time, and some of the things that that through the Lord's power, of course, that you're most proud of being able to be a part of during that time here at Bible Tracks for you? The uh, we stepped into the ministry. The ministry had been without a director for four years. The chairman of the board at that point in time. Claire Sailors, who's now gone to be with the Lord. He tried I'll, I'll, to a point right there for just a moment. I've had the chance to talk to his wife on two right. or three occasions recently, and yes. just a great saint of God and so appreciative yeah. of the opportunity. But just being able to connect some of those dots are fantastic. But my, I apologize. Keep going. No, and, and uh, so, but they, he could not do uh, the work of putting in to uh, the, the day-to-day. So we stepped in. One thing I inherited was the fact that since there had been no director, they, they said, hey, do this, run this, and they gave me rather carte blanche to do what I wanted and declare, he and I would talk once a week, but I just said, guys, the ministry is not healthy financially. Leave me alone. Let me begin to do some things. And they did. They, they, they gave me, they trusted me. Uh, they prayed like crazy for me, but they trusted me and uh, I know that within the first six months, I was in 40 churches, and uh, that had been a missed connection there. Since there was no direction, uh, no director, there was no presentation of the ministry. And uh, when I came, they were still using the old slide method. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I knew it was outdated, but it was all we had. But, you know, I have a saying that some people don't like. Uh, but I use it all the time. God looks out for little kids and fools, and I hadn't been a little kid in a long time. <laughs> and so we just began to to do, uh, but what getting into local churches and seeing what was happening, what was not happening, meeting pastors, small and large churches with a passion, sometimes, frankly, meeting pastors who lacked a vision. They, they had kind of gotten into a routine and to be able to go in and either stoke the fire of the passion that was already there for the gospel work or to come alongside a pastor and help raise his sights to say uh, things like, man, let me tell you what I would do if I just based upon what I see about your, your city here, what I see opportunities. And all of a sudden you see a light come into the pastor's eyes and he says, yeah, we, we could do that. And uh, to want to see local church people and, and church leaders, their eyes light up with the fact that God can still use them to do gospel work in their locale. Uh, the other thing that was to, I had to, got to be in camps. I, I've been preaching in camps to eight to 11 year olds primarily for over 30 years. Well, coming to Bible tracks, I got to do it more than just one week in the year. I go doing four and five and six weeks during the summer. And I discovered, Brother Micah, that there's another generation coming behind us that will listen to the Word of God, that will respond to the Word of God, whose hearts are moldable for the Word of God, who can be called by the word, by by God for ministry, even at that age. I, I sensed God's call on my life when I was nine and ten years of age. I got the same God still right. working in the lives of kids, and it, it, it encouraged my soul that God, pardon the pardon the bad English, God ain't done with the, uh, America 
God ain't done calling young men to preach the word of God and young ladies to serve alongside of them to see the gospel flourish until he comes. That just was, that was just encouraging like crazy for me. Absolutely. And I will we'll tag that with this. 2004 to 2020, we still serve the same God, had the opportunity to preach this Saturday to a group of 125 teenagers. And they mm. sat through three messages in the span of five hours. And there were some games and things mixed sure. in. But during the preaching time, they were just as, if not more attentive than, than, than they were during the game time. And to realize that God ain't done. And he still has the opportunity. And until he comes back, we have a lot of work to do. I, I made this note. It's going to be in the, the opening segment, I think, of the, the next newsletter coming out that people talk, and even now, of course, about when the Lord's coming back. And they try to assign right. a, a rough date and all these things. Can I tell you, friend, it doesn't matter if it's tomorrow, next year, or a thousand years, we have plenty of work to do. So I would stop worrying about that and worry about who you're going to give the next gospel track to. There's yeah. so much to be done. Yeah, there's um, the phrase that Jesus said, um, when he returns, will he find faith on the earth? And often we think of that and we, in our churches about will he find people uh, who believe? But maybe we as gospel tellers ought to be telling each other, when Jesus comes, will he find people who have faith that the gospel still works? We find those kind of people when he comes. And we dare not ever lose sight that the gospel works. One of the phrases I often said is that the power of the gospel is in the word and not in the worker. And that's why I can put the, a track in the hand of a nine-year-old young boy or girl. They can go share the gospel because the power of the gospel is in the word of God, not in the worker of God. Let's be clean uh, uh, in our walk with God. Let's be holy in our walk with God. Let's be right with God in our personal relationship with him to be the most effective tool. But the power is in the word of God. I will give you the credit then for the message that has kind of been burning a hole in my heart for the last little while. I actually preached it there on Saturday to the teens. But if you look at 1 Kings 17, Elijah, and you progress through 1 Kings 18, he calls down fire from heaven, a 60-something word prayer. And at the end, tail end of chapter 18, the Bible talks about the hand of the Lord being upon him. Well, where did that come from? If you go back to 1 Kings 17, about six, seven, eight times, the word of the Lord comes to him. And what does he do? He does exactly what the word of the yep. Lord says. And somehow uh, a barrel of meal doesn't waste and a cruise of oil uh, comes, comes through that. And then a child yep. is raised to life yep. and he's the first uh, a missionary to the Gentiles, the widow of Zarephath. And then you get into chapter 18. And then, and where I find myself so often, First Kings 19 happens and he runs from Jezebel and her decree of destruction. And so what do we have now? but a lack of the word of the Lord. You don't find the word right. of the Lord in First Kings 19. And so often when I find myself failing, it's because I'm not anchored or I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm anchored on myself and not. And so that second of the core values of Bible tracks, we still use them, still mention them extensively because I believe they're so very true. And the power of the, God, the gospel being in the word and not the worker is so very true. 
As we conclude the broadcast for today, let me tell you what a privilege it was to share this interview with you. Of course, it will come to a close tomorrow, and I'm saddened by that, but I told Brother Smith, and you might hear this, that I told him we must have him on sometime in the future. And let me know, if you've enjoyed this, would you mind sending me a text to tell me that? My phone number, you can text me at right now, it's 309 316 If you appreciate Brother Mark Smith, I'd love to pass along some kind words from you. I greatly appreciate your listenership today. We'll sign off here in just a moment, but before we do, let me say this. Consider using Gospel Tracks. If you've never made use of these phenomenal tools, friend, please do. Last thing that I'll tell you is this. We have a brand new app. It's called the Bible Truth app. If you go to the App Store, whether it's Apple or Google, even Roku, you can find it there. It's a red icon with a beautiful logo. If you'll find that app, download it, you can listen to some phenomenal music, some great radio programming. There's even music on demand for free. Have a great day for His glory. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.